I was a pre-med, pre-law student in college, and I was addicted to women. Through this addiction of girls, I met a Christian girl, and something very unexpected happened. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There was no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Now, we've been talking about how to handle the temptations in life that can regularly present themselves. We all have temptations, right? But some of us have temptations in different areas of our lives, like sexual temptations or temptations to alcohol, drugs. Now, in our last show, we had famous Christian actor, Cameron Arnett shared about how before he became a Christian actor, his temptation was woman and how he would often find himself in situations where women would be throwing themselves at him. And he shared with us how he eventually laid eyes on a Christian girl and became her temptation. In this show, he's going to talk about how she eventually gave into his advances. But Cameron had an unexpected encounter with God. Cameron, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me again. I appreciate it. Cameron, you are so fun to have on the show. I just got to tell you, you're an amazing man of God, and I'm really glad that God changed your life. But I really do believe that younger people need to hear the truth about how you were in your youth and mm-hmm. maybe some of the mistakes that you know that you gave into and how God really delivered that. So tell me, I understand that you had a strange encounter with God, and it came not at church. It was in a very unexpected moment. What happened? Exactly. People have to understand the wisdom of God, you know, Mm. and the only way that God actually saved the entire world is that he came to die. The very thing that would have stopped us in our tracks. Mm. And he used the very thing to actually make the most difference. And it was the same for me, you know, with the addiction as far as sex is concerned. And when you take a look at life, when people end up losing their lives over any kind of addiction and sex is no different, but God used that in order to bring himself into my life. And so what happened was that I had entered into a competition, answered an ad, got into a competition, and this young lady convinced me to get on the stage and rewrite or change the words of the song into Jesus, don't you know with you, I'm born again. Hmm. And (laughs) also she's a Christian. She's a Christian. She's a Christian. And so, you know, me, of course, wanting to be with this girl, you know, hey, not a problem, just another way to get into what I want to do. You know, that's how we thought, man. Right. Hey, as a former atheist, that's exactly what I would be doing. Yeah. That's how we thought, man. Whatever we have to say, whatever we have to do in order to get that fixed, that's what we did. Mm -hmm. And so I get on the stage, I sing a song with her. But before all this, you know, I'm rehearsing and she's coming to my house while I'm going to her house, blah, blah, blah. Mm, And so one day in the process of rehearsing, I'm pressing my way. I'm trying to convince. I'm saying all the right things, making all the right moves. And finally she says yes to me. Well, wait, so she's like this Christian girl, obviously, right? Yes. And at first she's like, no, or oh, like, that's cool. But then she didn't bite like any of the other girls, right? No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, the time that it took the hoops that I had to jump through. But my thing is, I'm going to go ahead and jump through these hoops. Right. And so finally, she said yes, and she acquiesced. Oh, no. And so in the midst of us, you know, I can't even say making love, in the midst of us having sex with each other, the Holy Spirit said to me, 
you're not in love with her. You're in love with who's inside of her. Whoa, what? And I broke. Brother, I broke. I what? broke and I got into the shower and I took a two hour shower sitting on the floor of the shower, crying my eyes out. And I broke. Wait a minute. You're getting wrecked by Jesus. Like, so, oh my gosh, I can't. Okay, give me a sec because I got to wrap my mind around this. <laughs> you know, it's like you're in the midst of doing something that would horrify God, but God uses yes. it and He speaks to you to get you. And so, like, what are you feeling in that two-hour shower? What's going on with you emotionally at this point? In that two-hour shower is the realization of God's love for me, oh, the realization man. of God's forgiveness for me, the realization of how much God wants me, the realization of my own sin, of my own error and all the remorse and all the regret. And even at the point of how I felt of what I did to this person that wow. God loved. You know, all of that was happening at the same time. And it was uh, delivering and yet a painful go through in those two hours. And, you know, by the end of that, of course, I'm apologizing. I'm repenting and trying to make things right. All those things happened after those two hours. But in the midst of that, man, it was a painful delivery. Oh, my God. If you would. But it really showed me, and I think people need to understand, that God is not angry with them. And according to the scripture, you know, the Father did not give the Son to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. People need to understand that God is not trying to make you pay for your sin. Man, God is trying to get you out and show you how much you are loved. That's what it's really all about. Now, I understand as you realize God's love, you immediately begin to seek after God and you found a Christian friend who brought you to church. Correct. And you gave your life to God. You gave your life to Jesus at that point. I gave my life to Christ. And again, this is where you have to really begin to dive into the scriptures, dive into the Bible, because this is where the Bible tells you that you have to renew your mind according to the word. Yeah. And so I went to a church that taught me how to get saved every Sunday, but didn't teach me how to live. Yeah, I understand that. And so I had a conscience, man. And I knew all what was wrong and who I should be, what I wanted. I was in love with God. I was impassioned about him, but I didn't know how to stop behaving like the old man that I was. Oh, so the addiction was still hanging on to you at this point. That's exactly right. So here you are, you're saved, but now instead of just like, you know, it's not a big deal. And like, I feel bad, but not now you're like, I feel bad. I feel like crud. Now I'm dying on the inside. Oh my gosh. So that's a whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole nother level. Now it's like, you know that murdering somebody is wrong, but you can't stop murdering people. Wow. That's how deep that is. Yeah. Well, that's addictions. And so for five years, man, I was dying on the inside. For five years, I was a guy that was like the walking dead, you know, through those five years because I didn't know how to stop. And I wanted to stop. I knew that I should stop. I knew that I was wrong. And I knew that not just that I was wrong, but I was harming people. Hmm. And those five years were the worst five years of my entire life. So it was like you knew it was wrong and then you just kind of flip. And you know, I think a lot of people, they can identify with this. It's almost like a double life yeah. where you're going to church on Sundays, but then on other days it was like, I need to get my fix. And this girl's coming to me and she likes me. Let's make this happen. Maybe was there more resistance, would you say, or compared to the past? Yeah, there was more resistance and it wasn't really about I have to get my fix at that point in time. Yeah. It was that the fix was jabbing me, you know? Wow. So at this point, obviously the devil who had you by this addiction is chasing after you at this point. Oh sure. You know. And amped it up. Like you just like, all right, you're gonna say you're gonna stop, you ain't gonna stop. I got you. Oh sure. And so how does a person feel emotionally usually when it comes to this? I mean, you know, what are people feeling when they're living in sin, going to church? 
I mean, was it empowering or, you know, you said something about being tormented. Like, what do you mean? Like in your mind, in your heart? I was a wreck. I was a wreck and I was a liar. I was false. I was living the front. Wow. And so, you know, people knew me yeah. as a Christian in the Christian setting than the church. Yeah. But people that knew me from before, just I was not any different. Oh, and so inside, did you like yourself during this time? Did you? Oh, I hated myself. Hated like I yourself. said, I was the living dead man. I mean, I hated who I was being because I was really somebody else on the inside. Yeah. You know, I mean, the new me was always in confrontation with the old me. Right. And I was acting like the old me, but I was thinking like the new me. Wow. You know, Cameron, let's stop there because I want to hear more about how exactly you got set free from living a sinful sexual lifestyle. Because yeah. I understand you moved to a life of purity from that and, you know, that you're happily married with a true woman of God today. So, Cameron, let's stop there. I want to have you on our next show. Thank you so much for being real, raw, and transparent about your past when you're a young man. Thanks so much for sharing with us today. Oh, no problem. God bless you. Wow. Let's talk more about living a double life right after the break. Hey guys, it's me again. Let me be real and upfront with you. People are calling in and getting saved and set free by the power of the gospel that is preached on this show through powerful testimonies. I remember one night I was working the phones and a man in about his 30s called in. He was a business owner who was addicted to cocaine and he was living in California. He said he was driving and he heard our show about a former drug addict and he felt convicted that he wasn't living his life right and he gave his life to Jesus that very night. To me, this is a powerful reminder that God is moving through this real and raw show to touch the lives of others. Will you help us reach other cities all across America? You may be able to donate maybe $5 a month, maybe $10, some of you $25, maybe more. Anything helps. Help us to spread the gospel to America as we are believing for a great harvest of souls for the kingdom of God in this time and in this era. But we can't do it without you. Don't just sit there. Go to AwakeningTheNations.com and join the movement to get these testimonies to help others. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show, where we're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? To me, this is a crazy story of how Cameron comes to realize that God is real. And as he was always being tempted, you can now see that he was the one tempting the Christian girl, and then she gave in. Now, that's not what God wants, right? As we know, God is not the tempter. But God also uses this in order to reach Cameron. I mean, that speaks so many crazy things. I mean, that shows you that when you're a Christian, God is literally with you. He'll let you mess up, but he's still around and he's doing something according to his purposes. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, if you're a Christian, that you should start giving in to temptation so God can use you. I'm not saying that. But it's truly amazing how Cameron starts seeking out God from this ordeal. Now, another interesting thing is that Cameron, after he gives his life to Christ, starts pursuing God, but he was still stuck to his temptations and addiction to girls. But in the end, we discover that there's a pathway to get set free from sin and from dealing with future temptations. Now, there's something very interesting in the Bible that's written that reveals about temptations. In 1 Corinthians 10, 13, it says, No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, now listen to this part, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with a temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. According to this, God will not allow the temptation to be too much. You know, like sometimes we can be like, oh my gosh, I just gave in. It was too much. I couldn't handle it. I had to give in. That doesn't exist, friend. 
and then know another thing, that for every temptation, there's always a door of exit for us. You know, so like if something comes, if you're looking at the temptation, you give into it, you're looking at the wrong thing. You need to be looking at the exit door. Like where's the exit? It's going to be there for sure. There's always going to be a way out for every temptation that ever hits you. So how about you? Do you ever feel like you'll just never overcome your sins, your temptations? You'll just forever be stuck to that? Well, Jesus came to set you free, my friend. You don't have to be stuck to that thing. Jesus came so that you can overcome future temptations. Like you are an overcomer, friend. You are going to be able to conquer sin and the temptations that come your way. And so if that's you though, you feel so stuck. I'm just going to pray for this overcoming power of the Holy Spirit to hit you right now. Lord Jesus, I'm coming to you with my friend. And there's somebody out there who's saying, gosh, I just can't overcome. I'm going to be stuck to this all the time. Right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we receive the power of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus, we receive you so that we can overcome this thing. But not us doing it, but you doing it through us and us letting go of that sin. In Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony. And I know that your life was touched. Did you know our shows are on Spotify? Just search for Real Life Radio Show on Spotify and enjoy all the same shows you hear on the radio. That's Real Life Radio Show. See you next time.